Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Bite Size Baseball Cast with yours truly, Jake Dungan. This is a special bonus episode because uh, after thinking it over, I figured it would be better to address the uh, whole Astro cheating scandal in one full episode rather than taking a short segment and trying to get all my thoughts in in a regular podcast because uh, it warrants uh, some more deep discussion, really kind of elaborating on the points I want to hear. So uh, a special uh, podcast for this subject I thought was going to be uh, appropriate here. So I don't want to go into the whole timeline of everything that's happened cause, and rehashing you know some of the old news because everybody pretty much knows what happened uh, basically you know the Astros had an elaborate technology based uh, cheating and sign stealing uh, system in place uh, that was exposed by a whistleblower former pitcher Mike fires who has since received a bunch of uh, blowback and sometimes even death threats uh, from fellow teammates and others around the league who say that he went against the uh, player's code as far as uh, breaking that uh, fraternal bond and code of silence. So that's what's been going on there. The league uh, disciplined them and $5 million uh, fired, suspended, rather, uh, Jeff Lou now the GM and AJ Hinch the manager who were since fired also forfeited a couple of draft picks. Uh, punishments uh, seen as light by a lot of people, fans, players alike around the league, and that's created a lot of backlash for Rob Manfred and the league itself. And the Astros' apologies have seemed pretty hollow and empty in the wake of this scandal. And you know, there's a, been a lot of talk. And a lot of prominent players speaking out against the Astros and this whole uh, debacle and the uh, unfolding of events here. And I wanted to focus specifically on a few different points here during the course of this show. Again, these are short 10, 15 minute hits that I'll be doing uh, on a weekly basis. So uh, starting off, I would like to uh, focus on the fact on how remorseful are the Astros actually. And again, I can't say for sure, obviously, I don't know the inner workings, what goes on in the organization. I obviously can't look into anybody's true feelings and conscience on that team or in that organization. So I don't know whether these apologies are genuine or not, but if I were to take a look at what was, what has happened uh, on the surface and uh, trying to draw some conclusions based on the context of how they've uh, issued their apologies and showed their remorse. It definitely doesn't seem like that they've learned anything or that they're even sorry. I mean, yeah, they're in their uh, ill-fated apology press conference a couple weeks ago. They, you know, they said the right words. They talked about how remorseful they were and they apologized to the fans, to the league and to everybody who's been affected by this. But, you know, it seemed pretty canned, seemed pretty uh, pre-written and just reading off of a script. I mean, uh, Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman spending less than a minute combined to issue their apologies after reading off of a piece of paper. Doesn't seem very genuine. And then Jim Crane uh, talking about how, you know, they're only sorry that they broke the rules. And however, it's not their opinion that it affected the game. 
or impacted the game. So, you know, that whole mishandling of the situation. So they did the apology tour, but then, you know, since they're all the blowback they've gotten, actually uh, Lance McCullers and Josh Reddick have spoken out in response to all the, uh, all the heat that they've taken in recent weeks. And uh, they were quoted as saying recently uh, in a less apolog- far less apologetic tone, uh, talking about how this is from Reddick. He says, at some point you have to move on and not give a expletive. And uh, we're going to go out there and win and shut everybody up. He told this to uh, Sam Fortier, the Washington Post, uh, just a few days ago. And Lance McCullers also added, uh, uh, the team's trash-talking us are going to have to play us, except for the guys who are popping off the most, uh, referring to the uh, Astros, or I'm sorry, the uh, Dodgers, who lost to the Astros in the uh, uh, World Series under question in 2017. So... You've had players like, uh, not just guys like Trevor Bauer, who've been outspoken about this for uh, years now, but guys like uh, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, Cody Bellinger, some of the most prominent players of the game, guys who are generally soft-spoken and don't really tend to get into the controversial topics. Uh, They are openly speaking out, and some of them pretty harshly. So that, to me, says that there was definitely something wrong with what the Astros did. And... You know, the fact that they're openly talking about this issue and calling out the uh, players on the team and the team itself uh, speaks more volumes than anything, if you ask me. And to see the uh, Astros, some of the players, at least Reddick and McCullers, I can't speak, I can't say that they're speaking for the whole team, but they've, they're the two that have gone on record saying that, uh, you know, team. Everybody needs to move on, and you know we're not here for this. We don't like the trash talk, and we're gonna we're gonna win and make you and make you shut up. So, uh, not the right move on their part because this is unless they're just gonna turn right into the skid and just become the the villains of the league. Uh, this is no way to make this go away any faster because <clears throat> you know with everything that's happened with these uh, apologies and and uh, how poor the response has been. You can't just suddenly uh, do a heel turn and come, go on the offensive like that or go on the defensive, uh, aggressive defense, so to speak, and suddenly start uh, pushing back and calling the players who are calling you out and calling the people out who are calling you out and saying that uh, – and start to uh, attack them and call them names. It's just, it's just not going to help your situation anymore. And based on the other evidence we've seen that, uh, and other allegations that are still unconfirmed, uh, such as, you know, of course, Trevor Bauer's infamous uh, accusations about Astros pitchers uh, using foreign substances to increase their spin rates, which, by the way, seemed pretty credible given the uh, detail he went into describing how you increase your spin rate and how it's nearly impossible for guys like, say, Justin Verlander or Garrett Cole to increase their spin rates as much as they did uh, after they got traded to Houston. And uh, <clears throat> I'll defer to his expertise on it since he's. A pit, an active pitcher in the game and a, a student of pitching as much as he is. So, uh, again, still just allegations, but uh, Bowers 
uh, alleg- accusations seem pretty credible to me. And then you also have a, from a couple of years ago, Bleacher Report saying that uh, the Astros doctored pitch FX data, data again, unconfirmed. And But still, you know, when you get enough of these little little allegations together, it starts to build a bigger picture of what kind of organization the Astros have. And right now it doesn't seem like they are uh, running one that is full of choir boys, so to speak. So uh, that's number one. I, I don't think the Astros have learned anything. I don't think the punishment has taught them anything. And I think that if they weren't caught or if they weren't called out, they would still be doing it to this day and nobody would have spoken up about it. So uh, number two is the, how the league has handled this. And I got to say, you know, the fact that Rob Manfred has not had to do not just one, but two press conferences to address this issue and try to uh, justify his decision to discipline the uh, team the way he did. It's that to me uh, says a lot and says that there was a lot more that could have been done and a lot that didn't go right in this investigation. You know, there's been a lot of investigative journalism that's gone on uh, in the wake of this scandal too, and a lot more allegations that have been uncovered because because of it that have, as far as I can tell, not even been addressed by the league. Otherwise, they've been cleared, uh, and we just don't know about it. But, you know, there's conflicting reports from Manfred saying, like, you know, he wouldn't discipline the players because the uh, Players Association asked for uh, blanket uh, immunity, and then the Players Association came out uh, with their own statement saying that the commissioner's office uh, seemed to have no intention of disciplining the players from the start. So who knows who to believe there? It's just, if you ask me, uh, when it comes to a scandal like this, and it comes to the surface, and you need to act one way or the other, uh, it couldn't be more botched on either side, whether it's the Astros or the league. And you just have so many angry people. You're alienating fans from the game, potentially. And, you know, at a time when you're trying to get more people to get more people to interest in the get interested in the game, especially the younger generation. Uh, You've got a key CBA negotiation coming up next year uh, with tensions already running high between the league and the players union and that uh, potential work stoppage could be on the table uh, for the first time in over 20 years. So this is just as ill-timed as it comes and just about as ill-managed as it comes on all fronts. So, Lastly, the thing I wanted to address before uh, before we leave today is I wanted to talk about the cheating itself and whether it is actually cheating. Now, this is more uh, directed towards Astros fans because they have gone full hard on the defensive. At least the most vocal among them have done so, talking about how you know the Astros are being singled out. Everybody does this, and they're just being scapegoated for because the league doesn't want to uh, go after everybody who's cheating and they just want to make an example. Well, that may be true to a certain extent because I will admit that everybody steals signs and everybody cheats in some capacity. Baseball is a game where you try to get that competitive edge no matter where it comes from or what boundaries it pushes. And there are plenty of teams who have walked the fine line, uh, not only on science stealing, but I'm sure on a lot of other uh, aspects of the game. But when it comes to science stealing specifically, or specifically, not specifically like the ocean, uh, when it comes to this, uh, 
general sign stealing, you know, you have a runner on second base, uh, trying to get the catcher signals and then relaying to the batter. Uh, that's perfectly street legal. It's gone on for uh, tens of years and a hundred years since the game's inception. And every team has engaged in it in one form or another. All right, so that's the first point. Point number two is that since the implementation of technology, such as uh, the uh, advent of replay review, I'm sure that has been implemented in some shape or form with uh, stealing signs and relaying them and deciphering catcher signals in terms of uh, trying to gain an edge uh, during a series and facing a same the same pitcher multiple times in one season so that happens and i'm sure multiple teams have engaged in that so that's number two that's pushing the boundaries probably technically illegal but but also not something that people are probably going to make a big stink about where the line is drawn and where the astros pole vaulted over is the fact that they used the video technology to decipher the signs they kept the spreadsheet uh, deciphering the signs and matching them up from the sign to the pitch that's being thrown by whatever pitcher, uh, catcher, battery is uh, on the field that day. And then they take them, they have somebody in the video room watching the game in real time, relaying the signals to the dugout, who then relays them to the batter in real time using the infamous uh, trash can banging or some other form, whistling, what have you. That's where the they went way over the line. That's something that I guarantee you no other team has engaged in it to this level and gone to these great lengths to do so over the course of a season, if not multiple seasons. So Astros fans, when you say everybody does it and nobody else is getting punished, the Astros are just being singled out and scapegoated. Um, that's not totally accurate because, uh, I say that there's le different levels of cheating and you can't compare, you know, jacking a pack of gum from the convenience store and stealing the BMW that's in the parking lot. Those are not the same level crimes. And that's the difference between what general science stealing is and what the Astros did. So those are basically my thoughts on the Astros science stealing scandal. And it's, we haven't heard the last of it. It's, going to continue on and continue to unfold over the next few weeks and months and probably into the season. But I'm telling you right now, if you're an Astros fan or if you're an Astros player, you're going to on the road to visit visiting teams. You are not going to get a warm reception. No matter where you go, you're going to get mocked. You're going to get booed. You're probably going to hear some uh, fans banging some trash cans. Um, hopefully you don't get thrown at too much. I don't advocate for, uh, hitting guys with pitches, and I know the league's going to crack down on that too. But at the same time, uh, most of this stuff that doesn't lead to physical injury and physical altercation, uh, you brought this on yourselves, and you're going to have to live with it. And you're going to have to own up to it at some point. Um, like I said, unless you go full on and become the villain of the sport and uh, and just own that, uh, they're going to have to own up to it because people are not going to forget. Players are not going to forget. And uh, this is going to probably be one uh, ugly season for the Houston Astros, unfortunately. Sad because I don't like seeing this in my in my beloved sport. And I hate that this is going to be a major distraction uh, for weeks and months to come. But Houston, 
you screwed the pooch. Uh, the league screwed the pooch with the punishment. And now it leaves, it puts a asterisk, not on only on the 2017 world series, but also the integrity of the game, hopefully only temporarily, but this is something that is going to have to work itself out eventually. And hopefully uh, the league can make the right decision. The Astros uh, finally find their conscience and uh, we can move forward from this and get back to the game that we love. But that's all I wanted to say a bit about that right now. Um, Oh, last, lastly, I think the title should be vacated. 2017 World Series. I know Rob Manfred doesn't want to set a precedent. But um, to me, this is perfectly acceptable because you have an entire team that was engaged in, uh, in activities and uh, knowingly engaged in a cheating scandal to give them a competitive edge that – flaunted the rules and went far beyond what any other team had previously done. So if they wanted to vacate the 2017 title, I don't think anybody would, uh, would object to that except for people out in Houston, including the team. And that would leave a true lasting impression on history as far as, you know, what happened with the Houston Astros and why, why they were punished and what they did. And, why it's wrong and why it shouldn't be uh, tolerated moving forward. So that's the end of, of my thoughts here, but I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, stay tuned next week. We'll, we'll get away from this uh, cheating scandal stuff because I'm certainly tired of talking about it. I'm ready for spring training. Indians uh, spring training games will be starting up here soon. Um, also get into some of the uh, prospect previews. It'll be uh, fun times here on the uh <coughs> on the bite size baseball cast. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Jake on Jay Dungan 93 on Twitter. Um, I'll also be tweeting my thoughts uh, during games and during the course of the season. So uh, went a little longer in this episode, but it was worth getting my thoughts out here. Uh, take care. And I, and I will see you next time. Have a good one.